Welcome to Parks and Rec episode 84. We're covering Women in Garbage today, season 5, episode 11, written by Harris Whittles, directed by Norm Hiscock. Original air date, January 24th, 2013. I'm Joey. I'm Haley. And I'm Sean, and I am immature. (laughs) Uh, That's uh, very true. That's a solid descriptor. Sean, you're also remote today. Hey, remote. Uh, Yes. uh, we're being safe with the uh, COVID-19 outbreak, and so we are staying home. Yes, and so we, we miss you from a distance, but we are glad that we're still, mm, we're glad that we're still able to be, uh, be chanting here. And um, technology. Yes, technology really making it, making it great. Shout out to Zoom, who I, I, I had read something that their CEO's stock uh, or like personal net worth doubled in like a week because of everyone starting to buy and use Zoom. So buy. kudos. Yeah. Well, like, you know, rent. <laughs> yeah, because sometimes you have to have an account if you want to use it for more than like 45 minutes. So you have to buy those accounts and those licenses. I didn't know that because I used Zoom for Bible study and those go on like for two hours. They've never been... Does the person who schedules them have an account? Like the, the with all, yeah. I don't think so. Oh, well, I don't know then. Because definitely the free one cuts you off because I've been cut off on a meeting today and one last Thursday. Yeah, there was, uh, people who had there was a meeting free. I was on a few weeks ago uh, with a client and they had set up the meeting and uh, told us later that, yes, they don't have an actual account. So they were just free free ball in it uh and the there's just a counter the whole time going on and we we didn't know that they had the free account so we're just like messaging each other on like on our side internally asking what happens when it gets to zero does everything just explode and no it doesn't the call just ends and then we redialed in and finished up the call so it seems like you do at least get unlimited 45 minute calls if you have the free version but who knows yeah, because I did a Zoom meeting this morning. It was a Zoom brunch with some uh, mutual friends of ours that you missed again. Um, and was I invited to this one? Yes. Oh, I to- I missed that one. <laughs> I missed the invite to that one. My yeah, bad. Yeah, these friends need a text or something. Yeah, give me a text. No. You, you, what? <laughs> you use Facebook often. I use Facebook when I'm at work. Yeah, but I miss the invites a lot. I'll get... Facebook, first of all, stop notifying me for literally everything of like, hey, Brad, that you haven't talked to in nine years is interested in this event that's not even in your city, even yeah, if we off. weren't social distancing. I've, I try. I've turned <laughs> off. I'm admins for like a lot of groups from my work and just other forays into life. I've tried to silence things. I'm still getting updates for groups I don't care about. I had someone randomly post in a group I forgot I had joined that I guess was like a... It was from some sort of college event, and it was like a guy had started a. I don't even. I don't even remember what it was. Maybe he had started a product or something and invited everyone to like like this page, and I had totally forgotten about it. And then someone posted something completely unrelated to the product on that specific group's page, like seven years later, and I was like, "What is all this?" I like kind of remember it, but not really. And I looked, and the website no longer exists, so I don't think this product exists, but. In any case, Facebook, calm down with the notifications so I can actually see ones I would go to, like a brunch. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> well, I'm glad you enjoyed. Hopefully you had uh, three drinks on our behalf, but at least for now, we're all having drinks because that's how this show works. How does it work? We watch Parks and Rec. What? Sean, you work in Parks and Rec. What? Yep, it's and we're all... been interesting during this time. Yeah. Oh, we're going to get into that. Oh, but first, okay. we gotta say, we gotta say what we're drinking first, and I will go because I believe I have the most. And we get Parks and Rec. Yes, we get Parks yeah. and Rec. Whilst I... doing it all, <laughs> and my I think my can is the best uh, looking out of all of ours. It's got a mermaid riding a unicorn 
And it's uh, True Vine Brewing Co.'s Mermaids and Unicorns, a mythical blonde ale. I will say it tastes like a standard blonde ale, but I like blonde ale, so I dig it. But purple can, real eye-catching. Shout out to True Vine out in Tyler, Texas. Tyler, Texas. Keep it local. I'm just shooting fireball. That's uh, what I'm drinking. <laughs> so this here. is a standard uh, afternoon for Sean. Right. This week. Um, and I'm just finishing up uh, some of my Austin East Cider sangrias that I had gotten. Marvelous. I like them, though. This is definitely, I don't know if I said this last time when I introduced the fact that I was having it, um, but they are probably, they're up there in my favorites of of uh, East Ciders. That's what I'm trying to say. So, like, maybe number three. Which is pretty good. Fantastic. We'll have to get a top five of uh, top five East Siders at some point. But There's for a now, more I need to try. For now, we're going to hop into the trivia Ooh. of the episode with Sean. Uh, I'm looking at your Mickey Mouse buzzer right here on the table. It is that with me. And in fact, we'll confirm that it is right here, which, yeah, is not with you, which right. uh, I mean, who knows where your hands have been? So that's probably for the best. I'm, I can tell you. Like... <laughs> Please don't. And uh, you suggested a fun little uh, alternative to trivia where I ask each of you three questions and the other is able to steal if they do not know. So I think I've come up with six questions total now because that's how math works, but also that are fairly evenly matched between the two of them. I guess you can tell me after the fact, but I will ask Sean, I'll ask you a question first. uh, And then if you're unable to answer, Haley can come in and steal and then I'll ask Haley a question. If she's unable to answer, Sean, you will come in and steal. And uh, if neither one of you are able to answer, we'll move on and I'll mock you. And uh, right now, Haley up six and a half to three and a half in the Chocolate old trivia. So, yeah, Sean, let's get back on it. The prize, of course, is one to 16 cookie cakes. Uh, of the winner's choosing, we can do a mix of vanilla frosting, chocolate frosting, uh, maybe mint chocolate chip frosting. Get a little wild. A little, that's, uh, that's the host choice. Yes, it's host choice. Uh, <laughs> and it's going to be great. It's going to be great. Who doesn't enjoy a good cookie cake? So here we go. Question number one for Sean. Ron is showing off uh, the different gadgets and uh, sort of activities that he has been given in order to help take care of Diane's kids. Uh, He showcases some things that Leslie has given him, and then he shows a light bright that he gets from Andy. What did Andy write on the light bright? It said poop. It sure did, Sean. Correct. And Haley, I hope you think this one is as easy. Um, well, your second question will be easier for sure. Mm-hmm. But uh, when Anne first comes in, she uh, really struggles to chat with the kids. Uh-oh. And she asks them, do you guys like, and then names a band. What is the name of that band? Coldplay? That is correct. One to one. Very exciting. Coldplay also, like, it's got to be among the most like neutral bands you could name, right? I mean, I guess, but I don't know. My kids wouldn't know who that is. No, they certainly would not. What do you mean by neutral? Like, I feel like no one truly hates Coldplay. I wouldn't consider oh. myself a Coldplay fan, but I don't think you'd have as repulsed a, you know, a crowd if it was like, "Hey, tonight's entertainment is Coldplay." You'd get like a a light, you know, a light applause. Was it was it Coldplay or U2 that came with the free Apple update? That was U2. And that okay. I, I feel like U2 probably is a little more divisive. <laughs> Only because of that update. Yes. It, and because of how hard it was to delete it. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, magical. All right, Sean, your second question. Tom texts Ben in order to get him to the office. What does he tell him? I didn't. Oh, fuck. Ah, he was he told him somebody was there, but Ben didn't trust him. And I didn't hear what he said, Ooh. but I didn't rewind it to care. Oh, I didn't care to rewind it. Yeah. 
I should say this is uh, Tom is trying to learn about basketball, so he texts Ben right. and Andy to get over there. Andy, he texted Andy about Skittles, but when he texted Ben, I do not remember. So Haley, Haley can steal. Do you know? I know the same amount that Sean knows. It was a person. The person was male. Do not know the name. That is correct. It was Michael Stipe from REM, who also that would be exactly who Ben likes. And uh, Sean, perhaps I should have warned this uh, at the oh, beginning. No. Oh, no, it's the next question. Oh, no, God. But yes, Haley's question is how does Tom get Andy ah. to come over? He offers him free Skittles. And then Andy's like, that was the only thing I had to do all day. My day's <laughs> open. Uh, so, <laughs> but honestly, Sean, I didn't hear you say anything about that, so I don't know what either of you are talking about right now. Hmm. Okay, yeah, thanks, thanks for uh, covering for me there. No worries, I'm writing <laughs> out my top five, so I was mildly distracted. Mildly distracted. All right, so Sean, you're down two one, so you need this one, and I hope that you were paying attention. Oh, maybe. Is- Maybe there's a chance if I don't, Haley doesn't get hers and I steal it. That is true. That is true. I do feel like you'd have a good shot at stealing, but I've already said too much. So here's your actual question. It involves your lover or Hmm. your your heart's desire and Anne. What does Ron think Anne's last name is? Haskins? So close, but that's not quite right. Fuck! It's with a, oh, okay, I'm not going to say anything. Well, it was with an H, you're right. Ooh. Oh, no. I don't know it either. And... Ha... Um, Five seconds. What did you say, Sean? No. Ah! What did Sean say? <laughs> <laughs> Gonna need an answer. Okay, it's um, hum, 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 uh, I can't even think of any H names. No, it's not that. Hair, mm, it's not. Okay, Harrison. That is incorrect. I know. Uh, perhaps if you sang the song Mbop. You might Aww. recall. It was Hanson? It was Hanson. I Hansen. was going to say Hanson, and then I literally, that was literally what I just said. That's not it about was Hanson. Well, <sighs> trust your gut, trust your gut, but it's okay because all you need to do is either get this one or not have Sean steal it. Okay, well, we'll try. Towards the end of the episode, okay. Tom is distraught from a group of children defeating him uh-huh. in a basketball game. Okay. Defeating him, Ben and Andy. And Ben shows Tom a post game speech to try and motivate him. What are I the know. two players featured <gasps> in that both? speech? That's crap. Was one of them Russell Westbrook? That is correct. I don't know who the other one was. That's not fair. I knew one of them. Who, you, the question should be name one of the two. <laughs> did they say both of their names? They did. They showed both of them and said both of their names. If, I, if it helps at all, stylish clothes. think of a, a famous teammate. Sean, do you know Russell. the answer, Sean? Yes, I do know the answer. <laughs> Whatever, go ahead. I'll give you, I'll give you the no, point for ahead, naming Sean. one. No, you won't. That's not fair. <laughs> Stupid question. Go ahead, Sean. What is it? It's Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook. Mm. That is correct. Mm. No, I don't know what to do for the scoring. We both get half. Yeah. Mm. That's what I was thinking is you can both get half. Oh, there's not a seventh bonus question to break a tie <laughs> if there's a tie with six questions? I just, there. No, I did not come up with a seventh bonus question. I don't know about the structure of Unless all this. Unless you can act- accurately name uh, the relationship between Chris and Sean Amalway Tweet. Oh, boy. <laughs> Sean, okay, go, go ahead. ahead. They have a personal relationship. That is correct. <laughs> I knew that. Sean coming in at oh, the coming end. coming in. Oh, yeah. Okay. Whatever, that's some bullshit trivia. <laughs> Always aggressive. Always aggressive. <laughs> so, I'm, before I get started, I'm not distracted, but I have the TV on on mute um, while this is happening, and I I'm watching a tri- uh, a Twitch streamer play a game um, called Pepsi Man. Have either one of you heard of this game? 
No, tell no, us but about I think it. I just heard the sound of our last audience member shutting off the podcast. <laughs> it looks like cruising USA, but you're a. If you know what the freeze looks like, the mascot, one of the mascots for the Atlanta Braves that runs around the track. Mm, yes, yes, yes. Uh, it's him, and it's you got to race and beat a timer like a tempo run. <laughs> and it's quite hilarious in cruising USA graphics. Um, but yes, uh, Parks and Rec. It's a, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a show that we watch. Uh, let's see no. what's going on. It's a show we don't watch. Uh, Sean, really what? starting off strong here on this recap. <laughs> All right. So, uh, women in garbage. Yeah. For, at first, I thought about women in garbage, but no. Uh, women working garbage. Like last week. But, <laughs> uh, I don't remember what the code open was, but Diane, a.k.a. Zena, once again, dumps her children off on Ron, which... Ron needs to have a conversation about because um, he has a job and I don't think he can work when there's two children on the job. Um, and I don't know why she's getting these emergencies. Is she a principal, right? She's, she works in the education industry. She's an assistant principal, but maybe this is like summer or some kind of break. Well, no, because then the kids, well, maybe they're summer school students. I, I would think you would, yeah, because whatever. She should have more uh, more resources when it comes to watching her kids other than one sitter who wasn't available. And so she pawns him off on Ron, who is also working. So it's like he could be like, they're not his kids. And, uh, that's frustrating. Anyways, Zena got Yeah, but that. he agrees that he will watch yeah, them. He, he does it willingly. Um, I think what made me laugh the most would also make me the most frustrated. They painted his shoes red. Uh, as he's just sitting on the ground. Um, Anne tries to entertain him, but uh, she doesn't She doesn't uh, succeed. Jerry, uh, wait, Anne, Anne didn't know how to talk to kids. And so they, they said she was weird. Jerry comes and he knows exactly how to talk to kids, but they're just like, no. And so he leaves. And, um, and so by the end of it, they worn around out. There's stickers all over his face. His hair is, is uh, undone. And he's just sitting on the ground and getting his nice shoes painted red. And probably Andy shoe shot. Um, so poor shoes. Uh, but Zena comes at, or <laughs> Diane comes to pick them up. He says, "Hey, did you have a great time?" And Ron is just trying to be like, uh, show no weakness really. He's like, "Yeah, it was great. I had everything under control." She's like, "Great. Can you watch him again tomorrow? Because something else happened again." She is not the most resourceful person when it comes to finding adequate care for her children. She's not great now. (laughs) When there's emergencies. Um, Leslie points out to, I don't remember who she was meeting with, but April was there, um, that uh, there's not enough women. Oh, she was, no, she was meeting with Chris. There's not a lot of women working in the uh, working for the city, and so she has a plan to uh, get more city female workers. And she asked Chris if that's a good idea. He says no, and so she looks all confused. And he goes, "That's a fantastic idea." And so he's all in, and they start a commission, and they go to the commission meeting. And it's Leslie and a bunch of dudes. It's like all dudes. I'm like, well, this isn't really going to solve the uh, equal hiring that she's trying to get done. Um, but she did do a good job setting up the snacks. And yeah, they said, oh, she's going to. And yeah, the old dude's like, hey, it's time to leave because um, the, the men, we need to talk. And then he's like, oh, yeah, she's going to leave to go get more snacks. She's like, no, <laughs> I set up this meeting. Um, and she starts talking about the sanitation workers, like how come there's only one woman there and she's the secretary uh, and they give excuses like, oh, no women have applied or uh, they're not strong enough to lift everything. And so pretty much uh, she gets challenged to do a, uh, do a day of picking up the trash, which her and April agreed to do. 
And so they're out um, on their route and they're ahead of schedule. They're doing a great job. They're loving it. April's, April loves trash. And so she's really enjoying and embracing her role in this uh, garbage collection. Also, day. when she's when they're on the panel and it's like Leslie and someone else and the the older gentleman that oh, was trying to our, kick her out. This is our quote of the episode. And then April next to him, <laughs> she's looking at him. And then apparently Joey's going to fill us in. She says, this is, I mean, this is a great April quote episode regardless, but this is the best one. It's after the councilman's being like real sexist and everything. She just goes, mm, if I were 300 years older, councilman. And then he kind of looks like, oh, yeah. like, oh, she's, she's interested. So she's into me. April does yeah. not know when to not joke and can be very confusing for people. Yeah, she was confusing everybody at the beginning when Leslie was bringing this up and they're talking about um, all the, because uh, she was speaking with some other lady, the first female council person that served on the council and they were talking about. Um, Who blew her they, nose into a receipt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, they technically don't even have their room reserved because only men could reserve their room. I guess everybody forgot. Or women with the uh, the signatures of their fathers or husbands. Oh, yeah. And uh, they talked about how um, women... No, how about men walked around with mirrors on their shoes so that they could look uh, up women's skirts. And Donna did not have a line in this episode, but she did seem intrigued by that... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, uh, she was particularly intrigued. I so. wanted to know more about that. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, April and Leslie, they're doing this trash route. They're doing a great job. And following them is Chris and Shana Moe Tweep. Um, and they're just, they're having casual conversation in the car behind them, uh, professional and, and about other things. And I, I guess Chris is still trying to get a feel for her because um, she's, I don't know. It, it was kind of weird. <laughs> I don't know how to describe it. Um, but it, at times it seemed awkward, but they seemed like they were okay. It sounds like they had been out, but they went out with a bunch of other people. Oh, she invited them to go on a romantic drink somewhere, but with her ex-boyfriend and brothers and a bunch of other people. Um, but they had to, uh, they had to stay with, Leslie and April because the trash guys set them up to try to move a refrigerator by themselves, but just the two of them onto a truck that was being thrown out. Um, and the entire time I'm just yelling at the screen, like two guys couldn't move this. Why are they going to just put uh, two ladies with this with no tools, no dolly, no straps, no wheels, no nothing. Like, come on. Um, I think the, oh yeah, the other plot is Ben, Tom, and Andy, as we mentioned in trivia. Uh, Tom doesn't know anything about basketball, and a lot of people that come, a lot of the kids that come to Ritter Swag want to, uh, they're all into basketball, so he, Tom wants to relate, so he wants Ben and uh, Andy to teach him about basketball, um, so they go to a basketball court. Uh, ben is wearing these very large Horace Grant goggles and some sh <laughs> short shorts. Uh, Andy's just, you know, wearing a t-shirt and shorts. And Tom's, Tom's dressed too well. Like, he's wearing, like, a, just a plain white tee, but with a jacket over it and, like, some nice sweats, matching sweats, pants. And so... Um, it's like luxury uh, starters uniforms with, like, the yeah, rip-off like, tearaway pants. Right. And he's, so he's just... He's dressed for the occasion, but not just for the occasion. So they try to teach him how to shoot. He cannot shoot. He throws it straight up in the air. All of uh, these scenes are so funny. <laughs> and it just goes straight down. Um, I think he was on Andy's shoulders, and they tried to get, they got right next to the basket for him to put it in, and he hit the underside of the basket. Uh, it was just bad. Like, he uh, can't play basketball, can't dribble, can't do any of that stuff. Um, and also while they're, they are there, some kids are there, um, just practicing and there's three of them. So who knows what they were playing? Were they playing 21? Were they playing horse? Were they playing, who knows, who knows what they were playing? Uh, but then the grownups challenge the kids 
and it goes just how you would expect it to go. Just how uh, Ben expects it to go. Because, <laughs> yeah, Ben didn't want to play. Uh, but, yeah, the kids start wrecking it up. One of the kids is a really good dribbler, so he's going between the legs and just goes right past Andy. Um, Andy takes the balls, like steals it, and like travels all over the place, but goes and lays it up. Also um, goes out of the way to shove the other kids out. Yeah, <laughs> shoves two kids, definitely they, travels. They didn't call a Crazy. foul. Um, uh, Tom gets the ball, and I, he, he had listened to Ben earlier. Ben tried to teach him how to pivot, so he's just pivoting and traveling <laughs> all over the place and explains, and they're like, Tom, what are you doing? He's like, Ben told me to pivot. And while he's explaining, he gets the ball ripped from him, and the kids score again. So the kids, they... Uh, they easily defeat the grown-ups, and so the. Uh, but right before they leave, one of the kids noticed that Tom works at Renaswag, and but that's all he said. So you're, but you're bad at basketball, so we're leaving. <laughs> um, to finish this plot out, they uh, they they're talking later. Um, the adults are, and Tom's trying to figure out what to do. And Ben's trying to give him some motivation on uh, how to deal with losing. Uh, so he shows him a press conference with Russell Kevin Westbrook. Durant. <laughs> Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook. And just telling that they're saying how they're going to bounce back. Uh, but that gives Tom the idea. Perhaps a, he- perhaps a very confusing press conference to uh, younger NBA fans that are just now watching this episode of Parks and Rec since... Since there's no NBA Neither, on? Well, there's no NBA, but also Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook not on the same team. Uh, and oh, yeah, even that would be really confusing. Durant even twice removed from the Thunder by this point. Uh, yeah. That's all. <laughs> Although I assume most NBA fans probably know they've played together yeah. at one point. Yeah. Um, and uh, so, But Tom sees how they're dressed. They're dressed very dapper. And, and he, he gets a he gets a dribble of an idea, Noah double dribble. And Ben's like, you still don't understand what this means. <laughs> but the next, which was the hot closing, uh, we see the kids and the guys back on the court. The kids they left because they had a game the next day. Well, they played that game and they won, and so they're doing a post game press conference, and they're very, dressed very nice because. They went to Renaswag. Um, Tom, I guess, had advertised them, advertised to them, and he butts in at the end of the press conference with, "Hey, I got all your post game uh, swag right here at Renaswag. Come check me out." And so, look at this watch. <laughs> the kids, there were like three, or four kids, and they were all dressed up and uh, with hats, glasses, and ties and coats and watches and so. And they all had a little bit of a different look, which was good because it was showcasing the diversity that his store can offer. Also, I like that Tom's as tall as one of the kids. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's the point is that they're all his clothes. Yeah. He's a shouty. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, what happened with uh, Ron having to watch this kids again, he goes to Anne's office and didn't know her last name was Perkins, thought it was Hanson. So it took him all day to find her in City Hall. Um, and he says, hey, the kids, they want to... It doesn't seem that... Wait, it, he wasn't that far from her office to start with. Yeah, uh, I guess he yeah. just didn't want to like leave the girls. I was confused about that, too, because literally they're across the hall from each other. And he was but like, he I looked through the directory forever for you. <laughs> he, uh, he was like, hey, yeah, the girls, they want to uh, hear about, you know, being a nurse again or whatever. They wanted to hear about her job again. And she didn't believe him because he knew he knew that they found her weird the day before. But he was like, he just needs help. And so he was asking Anne for help. And like um, he she went over there and I think he ran away. Like, <laughs> yeah. So they went into Anne's office and then she tells him a scary story and he's like, good job, Anne. And then she starts talking about being a nurse and she takes out the little tool that you use to check your reflexes. And then as soon as she does that and is like playing with the girls with it, Ron is gone in his office, like (laughs) disappearing. He's out of there. And they're having Uh, a blast in Anne's office. Yeah. They, and does a good job, even though she says she doesn't do well with kids. Um, they, they, uh, it's the most fun she's ever had with kids. 
<laughs> they end up going through her medical bag and they're learning about all this stuff. And somehow both Ron and Anne get locked out of the office. Um, and so the girls are in there by themselves with the pair of scissors and they're going to cut each other's hair. Because so it's infected <laughs> and they need surgery. They need surgery. So they're holding up, one girl's holding up the other girl's hair and is about to cut it. They're like, no. And so uh, they're like, does nobody else have keys? And Jerry's like, I have keys. So he goes and gets his keys. And, and he takes just- them off of like something on the bottom of his desk, which I thought was a really interesting place to store your keys. And also, what was that thing? I don't know, but it was too many. Too yeah, many he had keys. a thousand keys. And so they're fidgeting with the doors, trying to hurry, hurry, and look. And a girl takes a chunk out of the other girl's hair. And one of those girls' names is Ivy, but I don't know which one. Zoe. Ivy and Zoe. I was thinking that was the other one. Do you know which one's which? No. I believe Ivy is the red-haired. Is that the little one or the older one? Named after Poison Ivy. The older one. Oh. Don't know. So they they did not stop the uh, hair apocalypse. Once they finally get in the room, uh, their hair is all messed up. They have both cut each other's hair. Right. Ooh, and one of them wants to cut her toes off. Are you sure Ivy's the older one? <laughs> I have not. I thought he told Ivy to take put the scissors down, and that was the little one who was going to cut the toes off. But I don't know for sure. And the uh, and Ron's all embarrassed. He's disappointed. He feels like a failure. Um, but, but he doesn't want to seem like a failure to Diane because he loves her, and he splurts. He blurts this out, and Anne's like, "What?" So she's just uh, jaw just drops, and then and then the kinda, girls are like, "Ron loves mommy. Ron loves mommy." <laughs> and then Ron's like reprimanding Anne, and then Anne starts doing it, and then the girls, and so then all three of them are chanting together. Ron loves mommy. And so. Uh, then I guess the later that evening or afternoon, Diane comes to pick up her kids, which are, should be her responsibility. Uh, and before she walks in the room, um, Ron meets her out front, saying, hey, there's an incident today. I'm sorry. Nobody's so, hurt, but yeah. something did happen. So they open a door, and both of the kids are standing next to Anne, Anne saying this is all her fault, but Diane's like, ah, they're kids. Um, and so she doesn't seem to mind that their hairs are all messed up. Um, the kids are happy. Um, I think Diane says, oh, I, I love you, Ron. And then Ron says it back. And it's just like, it's a, it's a, it's a moment. They had a moment yeah. there. And, and, and it's like, well, this is my cue to leave. But Anne ducks out to come be with me. Yes. Yes. That's what happened. Uh, that's that's what happened (laughs) one time when I was in second grade I fell asleep with gum in my mouth and I woke up with gum in my hair and maybe also on my shirt somehow I can't remember I think I was I think I had like this may have been two different incidences but I had some Tweety Bird pajamas pretty sure and I think I got gum on those. I was real sad about it. But anyway, big chunk of gum stuck behind my left ear in my hair. And my mom, like, we found it right before school. So my mom was like, well, you have to go to school. And I was like, I don't want to go to school with gum in my hair. She was like, well, you have to. And you can't mess with it. And I was like, let's just cut it out. And she was like, don't you dare cut it out. And she put, like, peanut butter or something in it. And we tried to get it out. And it wasn't getting out. And she was like, okay, we just have to go to school. So you have to leave it the whole day. So she put that part behind my ear and then put the rest of my hair in front of it to, like, hide it. Well, I waited about halfway through the day and then I was like, I got to cut this gum out of my hair. So then I cut it out of my hair. And then at the end of the day, my mom was like, okay, let's get that gum out. And I was like, "Uh uh-huh. And she's like, did you cut it out? And I did. I had cut that gum out of my hair and she was a little bit mad, but you know, I think I was just kind of like, whatever, at least there's not gum in it. She wasn't happy about that. Kids will be kids. Yeah. Also, I, of course... Simpsons episode with this where Lisa gets gum in her hair as she's uh, I think she's poking through a trash can and someone <laughs> skates by and throws it might even be Bart actually like throws Probably gum is. just up in the air like at the trash can and it lands in Lisa's hair and uh, just 
a barrage of neighbors start coming to the Simpsons home, suggesting different techniques for it, uh, including peanut butter, I believe mayonnaise. Yeah. Uh, They try freezing it and then smashing it with a hammer to get it out. Uh, I enjoy Sideshow Mel comes in and he says, whatever you do, don't try to dig it out with a bone, implying that his hair is just a tall thing of gum, (laughs) which is wonderful. That is silly. All around. Well, Sean, very exciting recap. Uh, and no, I am not done. Oh, I'm sorry. You're oh, not done. Never going, mind. Sean. Please keep going. I'm not done. But this episode has also taught me that I will never have kids. But I already knew that. So it's all good. Um, Tom, not Tom, Leslie and April are sitting by oh, the yeah. refrigerator all night. Um, I don't know why they don't call anybody like to help them. They're just going to sit next to it because they're stubborn and got to prove the men wrong that they can do this. So as soon as the scene started, I was like, there's no way that anyone should be expected to move something like that without any sort of equipment. Like you definitely need a dolly or something that you're moving that with. It's not, it's not responsible as a government agency to expect your employees to move something like that without injuring themselves. So I was already like, what is happening? Right. Like, who's who's poor writing? But no. Um, Dang. The, uh, <laughs> the, uh, a, a guy walks by, and I guess it was his restaurant or kitchen's refrigerator. It's a very large refrigerator with three doors, um, industrial size. Yeah. Um, they, uh, he said, wait, are y'all two uh, canaries supposed to be moving this? And, and they're like, like yeah. what? <laughs> What do you yeah. mean canaries? And he tells them how some bears had come by and they tried to move it and they couldn't even do it. So now they were supposed to go get more people to help them move and they just sent these two canaries. What are they doing? Yeah, Unless not it's actual like, bears. But what the, are you uh, talking the, about? <laughs> the two guy sanitation folks couldn't move it. So they want to send, send more guys, but they didn't get it. And so they just sent these two ladies. And apparently that was three days ago. So for three days, this person has been waiting for this to be moved and they've just been letting it sit there, not doing anything about it, even though they pretended it was an emergency call that came in. So they're being real sneaky all around. Also, the restaurant guy, when Leslie questions it, he's like, well, a canary is smaller than a bear and a bear is bigger. And Leslie's like, I know about animals. You don't have to explain the size of animals to me. What are you trying to say? And the uh, and so they end up. Leslie gets a bright idea, and they end up calling. I think it was a soup kitchen. Mm-hmm. Uh, that and it's all female workers, and they uh, so it's probably like like six to eight of them out there, and they have straps and they have a dolly. Because the guy tells her that the fridge still works; they just got a new one for their facility, and so they didn't need it anymore. And so they make a donation to the soup kitchen and get enough people to load it up onto the truck all female they did it they did it um and chris and shauna shauna's gonna write about this in her story um and And she's gonna you have to put a what he said he says maybe you shouldn't include me because of our relationship and she's like oh i'm gonna put a i'm gonna publish a disclaimer about the nature of our relationship and he says oh good idea or something like that Shauna's, Shauna's very uh, professional, and she and Chris says to the camera, "Why do something about old journalism? Why does she? Why did I have to fall for someone in old journalism?" To which <laughs> Joey made a fun comment. Go ahead. Oh, about uh, she's gonna Shauna Malway tweet it. <laughs> yeah, like if it was if she was uh, ah, ah, ah. you know a new media person, she would Shauna Malway tweet it. She's do you get it, Sean? Yes, <laughs> I, I, I do. Sean says, oh, please. Good, 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 good. I knew you uh, would. Yep, sure did. Sure <laughs> did. But yeah, that's the end of that plot line and the end of the story. Yay. Brava, brava. And what an episode. That's probably as good a time as any to hop into. Well, Joey said this was one of his favorite episodes, right? No. No. Did not. What that did was last say? episode. No. And then coming up in next episode, not oh, to spoil it for Sean, is one of my favorite Joey, scenes of all time. That's what he said. Got so, it. Yeah. This we'll one, talk about this that one's later. fine. Next time. It's just kind of a fine bridge episode between the last one and the one next to it. Good call. Hey, guys. Have you been looking for a new podcast? that talks about everything from mental health to music, movies, conspiracy theories, and so much more, 
Well, now you found that. We are the Shut Up Cameron Podcast, and we're here to brighten your day, whether you're feeling down or whether you're just having your normal daily struggles, because we want you to know that you're not alone, and we're here to make you laugh. So please check out the Shut Up Cameron Podcast everywhere podcasts are found at Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, iTunes, and of course, Anchor. Daddy, Daddy, I have something to say. Um, please listen to my daddy's podcast. Um, he needs to pay me and I want money. But anyway, here's the top five. Oh, no. Top five. Okay, so it's my turn to do top five. And I'm going to talk about top five sort of like gender inequality kind of bullshit that pisses me off. Oh, I'm ready. I'm ready for this. Here we <laughs> go. Sean, please chime Sean's in. Sean's pants are off. With excitement about how right I am. Okay. In no particular order. Also, why is his pants off? Explain that. <laughs> I don't know, but he just showed me his legs. So I'm oh, not he's wrong. just excited. Yeah, yeah. 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 Right. Okay. Got it. Number five. I do want to clarify, oh, Sean. <laughs> Sean is not excited about gender inequality. No, no, no. Just that's to not hear why it. he's oh, no, excited. No, no. I'm, I'm ready because yeah. I'm a I'm a hot taker, and so I'm ready to hear these hot takes. Yeah, he's ready. Okay. All right. Number five. Woo. Okay. So in school, especially, I mean, even elementary school, but like middle school and high school, there'd always be a teacher who would either walk into a classroom or the teacher of that class would be like, "Hey, I need." blank number of strong boys to help move this thing or bring this thing to this place. And I would always be like, why it's got to be a strong boy. There's strong people in this room. Uh, and as someone who's very athletic and throughout school lifted heavyweights a minimum of once a week, I know that I was at least as strong, if not stronger than a lot of boys in many of my classes. So I'd always be like, oh, okay. So you just want you it just a boy just like any boy can come you don't oh okay so you just you're just discounting everyone else who exists like it would piss me off every single time i would get <laughs> so annoyed by this and i would ah oh, like sometimes i would just get up and be like okay i'll just go cuz this is some bullshit and obviously you need help lifting things also i really like like lifting and moving and organizing stuff so it appeals to me on a on a whole different level, but also fuck you for thinking that there's not girls or women in the classroom that are also strong and also interested and can also be helpful in these situations. This is only number five. Yes. <laughs> that was all one. <laughs> Go to the no, next I'm just, one. I'm just saying it's going to be even hotter. Number yeah. four. Okay. So when a man refuses to let me hold the door for them, or they go out of their way to replace me holding the door. Uh, cool, bro. And then they do that like after you. And I'm like, that's fine. Pearls before swine. Well, no, like, it's great that you want to be polite and cordial and like chivalrous and whatever. That's totally fine. But please don't go out of your way to hold the door that I'm clearly already holding for you and have no problem holding and I'm not too dainty to hold. And sometimes this happens like in my work where I'm actually supposed to hold it, like employees are supposed to hold the door for members. And I'm like holding the door open for them. And they're like, oh, no, 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 let me get that, let me get that. And they have like kids and a gym bag and this and that. And I'm like holding nothing. I'm just like, sir, can you please go in? You're essentially just wasting both of our time by playing this game that we don't need to play. It's great. If you had gotten to the door first and you wanted to hold it for me, that's fine. But I don't see you doing the same dance with every man that's walking up right now. So can you please explain to me why you're doing it with me? <laughs> Number three. <clears throat> Ooh, okay. Um, <laughs> this one's just fun, you know? So calling me sweetie. Ooh, I already know that's bad. <laughs> Ooh, or asking me to like smile or giving me advice about my looks or my face. Mmm, yeah, that's not your place. And also, if you're calling me sweet or sweetie, you clearly don't fucking know me. Yeah, yeah, I would concur that they don't know you. Do females call you sweetie? I mean, it happens. And that's 
so it's the way that you say it. Like you can call me sweetie in certain circumstances and I'm not going to be like, you better back the fuck up. But there's other situations where it's clearly just a like, okay, so you call all females sweetie and all males like bud or something like that. And it's very, right. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Sweetums. It's a very clear like distinction. But if it's someone who just is like, you know, as like a term of endearment, they say sweetie or whatever, then I'm a lot more fine and open and like accepting the, of that. the lunch ladies in college who would just call everyone sweetie yeah like, there that's you go, fine sweetie. and i'm like yes if you just yeah. call whomever sweetie or if it's like a more personal thing like if my grandma's calling me sweetie she's calling me sweetie because she cares about me <laughs> Haley will get mad my grandma, grandma my grandma <laughs> thinks the best of everyone like i'm really not that sweet but if she calls me sweetie i'm not going to be mad at her about it But if some stranger I don't know is just calling me sweetie because either they don't care enough to learn my name or they're stereotyping me and calling me sweetie because I'm a female, then I'm not I'm not about that. Not about that life. Are we on number three or two? I'm sorry. Number two, right? Uh, Yes. This is about to be number two. Buckle up, Sean. Number two. Okay, so number two is just double standards in general. Um, sometimes people don't even know that they're doing this, but they're doing it. And I don't even think we really need to get into this. I think people understand what double standards are, but they exist. Yes, (laughs) they exist in every situation. Even if you don't see them and you don't, you don't think that you're doing it, you might be doing it. It might be an implicit thing that you're doing and you're not even sure. Um, but yeah, they exist in school settings. They exist at home. They exist at work. They exist in like restaurants and airports, in relationships, anywhere that you can be, double standards exist. And that's why communication is super important and like having a strong ability to, I don't know. I mean, communication is really key, but also just like, mm, don't assume you know someone or know something about someone before you know them. Like, you don't know their situation. Just, ugh, okay. I'm, I'm going to step away from the mic. So uh-uh. I, I, no, no, no. I, I heard Ailey. Uh, Ailey, wow. I heard Haley. You heard Aoli. Uh, I heard her ears with number two, so. Oh. Number cool. <laughs> Number one! <laughs> okay. So then there's all of the other systemic and institutionalized gender discrimination that exists in our society, unequal and unfair pay, less opportunities for advancements, there's less women in leadership positions. There are more women who go to college and who graduate from college, but there are less female CEOs in the United States. There are less women in positions of power. There are less women in government, as we learned from this episode. There are less women who are looked at as role models for decision-making and all of these things. But they are not, we are not less than. We are as educated, if not more. We are as resourceful, if not more. We are as strong, if not more. We are as caring, if not more. We are so many things. Stop acting like we're not. Stop acting like we don't exist. Our society is not one gender. We are many genders. We are unique people. I hate everything. Okay, just kidding. There's some good things that I like. Oh, ooh, oh, I'm sorry. I have to add this. Who am one like, okay, so one thing that shows up because I do a lot of like nannying and I've worked in the schools and things like that. I get asked all the time if I'm married and how old my children are and what's my husband's name and like all that kind of stuff. How many kids do I have? Blah, blah, blah. You're not married. What, what are you doing? All these types of things. And I'm always like, am I, can I only be defined by being a mother or only be defined by being a wife Or are there other ways that I can also be defined? And it's just interesting because it's, I mean, with kids, it can be twofold. It can be that they're already so like ingrained with this idea of like men and women and gender roles and gender norms, or it can actually just be an innocent thing of like, I have a mom or I have a dad and this is what they do. Excuse me. But it happens not only with children, it also happens with, you know, adults and things like that. It's just like, 
I don't know. I don't have a wedding ring on. So we can talk about it. But if it's the first thing that you're asking me, not really interested in having that conversation. Although recently, this little boy that I babysit, he asked me if there was a baby in my belly and I thought it was really cute. <laughs> that was the only time. Yes. <laughs> and I said, no. And he said, oh, why not? And I said, well, there's just not. And that was just because he was excited about babies. But anyway. So did you see? So what pissed me off in the past couple of weeks, did you see the de- the deposition that uh, U.S. soccer filed on why they shouldn't pay? No. Uh, oh, look it up. Um, mm. it, it, it's I mean, if you if you're upset, don't look it up because it will make you <laughs> more quite upset? angry. Yeah. Yeah. It's, well, it's quite frustrating. And. I, the, the, it resulted in the president of U.S. Soccer uh, resigning. Good. Because it was it was that bad. Yeah. Uh, it, oh, oh, Don't oh, treat that, people like shit. It, it made me frustrated. It, and it came out while the women were, were playing. This is right before uh, coronavirus hit. I mean, as it was hitting, right before they started canceling all the sports. Right. Um, the women were playing for the, I think they were in the semifinal match and ended up winning gold medal. Uh, in the She Believes Cup. Uh, they're playing in the She Believes Cup and they released this, uh, what the deposition was, and it just talked about how, pretty much how inferior women are to men. Uh, and that was the case that U.S. soccer was making. And, oof, good, good, and, and good. so, and the commentator, like Julie Fowdy, she had to react to that live on the air while she's calling the game. Oh, oh no. that's rough. Uh, and, she did a great job, but you could tell she was pissed. And then after the game, um, they asked Megan Rapino about it. And you could tell she was hot about it too, but they had just won. And so very calm, but in collected, they just knocked it out of the park as far as responding to it. Um, I think it's definitely something you should, you should check it out. Yeah. Um, I could never see- calm and coolly respond. I'm <laughs> too angry about <laughs> stuff. Like my, I just, I'm the Hulk. You guys know. And I, I, I'm not the Hulk in, in the newest Avengers. I'm, I'm OG Hulk. You don't wear glasses. I'm not, I don't wear glasses and I haven't come to terms with both sides of myself. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm just, I'm still trying to get there. Yeah. I had something else that I was thinking about. Oh, um, right now with like coronavirus and things all being shut down, nonprofits, I work for a nonprofit, Sean, you work for a nonprofit. We're having to fight to be included in some of these bills and legislative, like legislative actions that are being passed because they're only including for-profit work. So things like getting loans and like forgiveness and I don't know, all this kind of stuff, they're not even including like nonprofits in that conversation. And that's a, you know, and the, and I volunteer at like a fair trade organization and fair trade affects not only the organizations that are you know, doing it here, but it also affects all of the the artisan groups. So the one that I work at is 10,000 Villages of Austin. And so we work with artisan groups in developing countries around the world and they make, they hand make items and we sell them here and they're paid a fair living wage. Well, a lot of those artisans, like with the source closed down, they don't have any income, so they can't meet their basic needs. Like they can't get food, they can't get you know, obviously schools are probably shut down and things like that, but it's it's very basic stuff. Like they can't get what they need to even survive none nonetheless like healthcare. um and so i don't know it's just there's so many things where it's just like you have to just fight and fight and fight to be included and also we never said top five we were oh, i thought it was still i thought you were top still in it five. i think we were <laughs> i think now yeah. we're done maybe i don't know we'll never done it's it, we'll fight yes, this fight it's never done yeah I don't know if there's a good way to segue to it, but uh, let's hop on into categories. Categories. This one will be a lot quicker. Uh, It'll probably make Haley just as angry, though, because uh, we're going to go with NBA teams. What? (laughs) That's not fair. I'll go first. Yes, Haley will go first. Nuggets. Mavericks. Grizzlies. Jazz. Spurs. Raptors. Rockets. Uh, Warriors. Hawks. Caca. Celtics. Kings. Lakers. Mm, 
Are there more? Yes. <laughs> How many more are there? Uh, 20? 23 more. Oh, 23 more. Okay. Yeah. Um, 21? No, 21. Um, yeah, I don't know. Same city as the Lakers. The haircutters. Joey was doing a sign, but it didn't make any sense to me. We'll just go with the Blackhawks, which is hockey. Correct. Keep okay, so, done. So that's over. Yeah, that's over. The what Steelers. A time. What a time. No. Just kidding. No, just, football. just another sport. I know. I did pretty good though. I was pretty good. Yeah. I was pretty good. Sean, do you want to wrap up with a uh, how does this relate to Parks and Rec? I feel like you had a story at the beginning and I shut you down. Did I like have the a man. story at the beginning? Well, just in a sense of like what's going on right now currently. Oh, yeah. I, I can talk about that. Um, so my site, did I mention this last week? Yeah, maybe. Uh, so my You said it was going to be open for showers. Yes, it's been open for showers. So we had a week of only folks in the, uh, experiencing homelessness come and use the shower from 10 to 3 every day. It's gone off a lot smoother than I thought it would. Good. Uh, it's, it's been really chill. Uh, I overstaffed it, which is a good thing because I'm able to pay. I'm able to get some t- uh, temp employees some money uh, to because, uh, you know, they all the rec centers are closed. So all the programs are closed. And so there's not a lot of uh, temp seasonal employees working right now. So it gave me a chance to help them get some money in their pockets, especially during this time. Um, I just like how the government, you know, whenever there's, you know, poor people really need support, uh, we try to do the least. But when big businesses are threatened, we find $2 trillion, just like under the mattress. Oh, yeah, we got these $2 trillion here that will that will help us get through. Like, what? What? What did this money come? We never have enough money for anything. But Well, yeah. it's crazy. Also... And maybe like everyone's going to disagree with me right now, but like money doesn't exist. Money's not real. There's no gold standard anymore. Why can't we just be like, pause on everything. We'll just all chill for a bit while we care for this worldwide crisis. I mean, I don't disagree with that because I always hear about how the uh, America's debt is always growing up. Like who, who were we? We're never planning to pay off this. Yeah, just bury that computer and then no one will know. (laughs) So I don't know what's going on with that. Um, But yeah, seeing how the government works has been uh, pretty frustrating over the past week. Um, Just seeing how um, all the states, some states are trying to really knock this coronavirus out the park and and forcing people to stay home. Other states are like, we don't care. We want to keep the bars open because we got to support the economy. Um, our lieutenant governor for our famous state uh, wants everything to open back up to, for the economy. And he doesn't care, pretty much doesn't care about the old folks, even though he's like, I think 70 years old. So it's just, it's not great. Well, not he's great protected. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's hmm. got you know medical insurance and all that good stuff. Well, I was on a a call on Friday and we were talking about like the judicial system right now. And according to, you know, those people, there's there's a lot of well, I mean, think about it, like people who are in jail or who have been arrested for really small things and who are being held there. There's a lot of people in that space. So uh, I think right now there's maybe not a lot of like due process happening and people who were arrested are maybe being let go, which could also be a good thing. Like if, if you were arrested for something that's not that severe, like did you really need to be arrested in the first place or didn't you? What's going into that decision? Anyway, that's a whole another bag of worms. But um, yeah, so there's there's those types of situations too. Like homeless populations are like refugee populations, people who are in jail, people who can't access resources, all of these populations that are more vulnerable maybe like what's really going on for them right now. And I can, as far as the justice system goes, I mean, I told my situation two weeks ago, I got the DWI last year. Right. I'm, suppo- I'm supposed to receive my dismissal from the court this week. And I do not know if I'm going to be able to do that because um, right. it's just, it's kind of a wait and see. I'll, I mean, who knows? And so, yeah, everything's kind of backed up and we're just in a state of limbo, but just continue to uh, quarantine. Don't go hang out in a group at Barton Springs. Saw that on the news. That was yeah. 
What? <laughs> that was the People are just started. going to Barton Springs, a giant <laughs> swimming hole. And they're like, well, it's open. I'm like, God, y'all. Are is dumb. it open or is y'all are it? real dumb. They're going to the free side. The, the free yeah. side. They're, they're like, oh, it's open air, though, so it's okay. And it's like, no, you stupid idiots. But y'all are in clumps. They're not, they're not yeah. distanced from anybody. Well, you're not even supposed to be gathering, so they can actually get fined in Austin for that. Wish they would. Apparently, yeah. there's already been like 168 cases reported for people like breaking the, uh, what's it called? Uh, shelter in place policies. Yeah, and I'm going to have to figure out what I'm going to do about my hair because it looks ooh, fine. I, I am a, uh, yeah, it does now, but I'm a routine barbershop visitor every two weeks. And so we're going to. Ooh, I can't might, wait to see you next week. No, I, I can't wait. Fro Sean. Fro Yeah, throw it for you. Know, you know what it's like when you make a panini? <laughs> Say no more, fam. <laughs> oh, that stupid meme. <laughs> yes, yes. But work is fine for my site, um, homeless folks. I'm just happy to provide a place for homeless folks to get clean, especially during this time where everybody's afraid of germs. So it's great. Yeah, that's nice. Doing a good service. And Sean, that uh, ties in perhaps nicely to next episode. You ready to guess? Oh. I am ready to guess. Excellent. It's with your favorite character. Who's that? Hey. <laughs> That's Miss Anne Hansen, and the episode is called Anne's Decision. Go. Ooh, Anne's Decision. And she's deciding between dudes of maybe she gets a new job offer. She's going to leave uh, Pawnee and come to Austin, Texas to be with Sean. Wait, this was 2016? Never mind. Um, but. Oh. This was 2013. Uh, oh, I am okay. also 100% convinced you were wrong about the plot line. <laughs> but we'll find out next I week. I mean, he gives sure. some options, yeah. so we'll see options, what happens. Yeah. Uh, as, I, as I teased, this next episode has one of my favorite scenes in all of Parks and Recreation. So we'll see. It has nothing to do with Anne. Spoiler alert. Oh, that's okay. Oh, before we go, since it is a time of like social distancing which can also be interpreted as social isolation do we all want to share maybe like something that we're doing to either stay connected or just like feel good like self-care type stuff or anything yes if not it's fine i've been dabbling both in house party and the jackbox series of games with my family which house party is fun house party is an app you can download apparently there's another house party named app that's like Uh, according to my friend Eric, says it's uh, like horny Sims. So don't download that one. Download House Party. I believe the logo is like a hand-waving. Isn't Sims Um, already pretty horny? It is, but apparently it's more so. Um, And so, yeah, House Party is uh, super fun. It's a nice way to play games. It's kind of like Zoom with games, um, but all on your phone. Uh, Heads Up, of course, is one of them. You can draw... Uh, you can play like an apples to apples type game. My family, we played and then of um, course the Jackbox games. Categories over the phone. Except I found out that since our categories is only a couple years old, it has different lists. So we had to text each other the list, but that was fine. We zoomed it and then we just, you know, did the timer. I've been doing Zoom and FaceTime happy hours. I just 100% beat Spider Man on the PS4. Look at so you, guys. boy. A lot of fun. And Take you twitched it. I did not twitch it. Oh. Um, still, Sean. I, oh. I, need, I need a newer computer. Oh, yeah. Because um, You don't want to get made fun know. of. Right. And <laughs> it's, Joey's leaning in for the comment here, but I, I don't think it'll come in right. But yes, I do need to be, start a stream. People have told me that I need to start my own stream. Yeah. It be very good. Um, I don't think I would be because I'm not a speed runner or, cause that's, or like a very good MMO player. Like, whether it's Call of Duty or League of Legends or you got to do one with your face too, like stream the like split the screen, your face on one side and then yeah, like so the other thing so they can see your expressions and reactions too. I'm literally watching Twitch right now because it's all I do. Glad um, you're paying attention games. to the episode. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, so I'm I'm able to go into work and I know a lot of people have to work from home. Um, since I'm running the site for showers, I actually get to leave my apartment. So I get the air, walking to the car. Uh, I get to interact with folks. Uh, I know I'm, I think I stopped going to other people's houses just because since I'm interacting with so many people coming yeah. in, I mean, I'm keeping my distance, but there's still a chance 
um, that, you know, I get it. And so I don't want to take it over to somebody else's house. So that's um, nice. It's just been to work, uh, the grocery store, the gas station and home. That's where I've been. And the adult superstore. Which I heard is doing really well right now. I don't know why, because you have the internet, but who knows? Who knows? Well, I've been doing a little bit of painting, which has been fun. And I also have been cooking more than I normally do because we've been, you know, making a lot of food at home and I've been exploring that. And I've done some organizing, which, as I said, I like to do. So it's been, you know, catching up on some stuff we needed to do around the house. Excellent work all around. And if you listening have any good social distancing activities that you've been (laughs) doing, feel free to give us a shout at Parks Pod on Shunch. Twitter and Facebook or parksrectpod at gmail.com. And while you're at it, this is a good social distancing activity is go on over to Apple Podcasts, search Parks and Rect, and tap that five stars and write a review, perhaps with your own social distancing technique. Oh, or yeah. just saying how much you like the show. Either way. Either way. Yeah. Sean was uh, kicking his feet up in front of the camera again. <laughs> it's probably as good a time as any to wrap things up here. Parks and Rect. This is the end of the podcast. It's over. You don't have to listen anymore. Podcast is over now. Thanks for tuning in. Close your app. Listen to the radio. Or listen to the next episode.